25 years ago, a new era in television news in the Middle East began. A news channel was launched, reporting real news rather than state propaganda. Providing a platform for a wide range of voices and opinions. Telling all sides of a story. No filters, no censorship, no taboos. Bold journalism. A voice for the voiceless. Today, the name Al Jazeera is recognized throughout the world. This is its story. A quarter of a century ago, in 1996, a TV station was launched from Qatar in the Middle East. Al Jazeera, in English, the island, was quite unlike any of its neighbouring channels. Before the arrival of Al Jazeera, TV news in Arab countries was largely state-controlled and uncritical of those in power. As a result, many viewers distrusted their media. They saw it as nothing more than the mouthpiece of their governments. The new channel set out to do things differently, to ask tough questions, to seek all sides of a story, to hear voices from the Arab street, and to hold power to account. In that time, of course, many of the friends didn't believe that an Arabian channel would appear from a country and have this من الحريه وتعمل بشكل مهني يعني كان الكثير متشكك في هذا العمل كنا ننتج نشراتنا في فتره البث التجريبي وكنا وكاننا نقول لانفسنا هذا هو التحدي هذه هي التجربه اذا نجحت واستمرت ولم يعترض علينا احد كانت لدينا بعض الشكوك ولكن كنا نقول دائما لننتظر حتى نخرج على الهواء فعلمنا علم اليقين ان الوعود صادقه حقيقه the government of Qatar funded Al Jazeera, vowing to guarantee the channel's editorial independence. Such separation between state and media was unheard of in the Middle East. أشعر بالغيرة يعني لماذا لا نكون مثلهم كانت للبي بي سي تقريبا هي بعض الشعاع الذي يقدم لنا الأخبار ليس من خلال تسمية فلان وفلان تعشى مع فلان وفلان استقبل فلان التي كانت تغلب على أخبارنا 
The emerging Al Jazeera channel saw that the audience was hungry for independent, reliable news in Arabic. To feed that hunger, they had several months of testing, where initial teething problems were ironed out. In that time, the team met constantly to agree what exactly Al Jazeera stood for. They determined their editorial approach, how they would gather news, and how they would react if governments placed barriers in their way. The new channel also needed a slogan, something that would encompass its values and identity. Translated from Arabic, the chosen tagline literally meant the opinion and the other opinion. الجزيرة استطاعت انها رغم انها كانت تبث باللغة العربية ان تصل الى العالمية من خلال ان في فترات معينة خاصة في فترة الحروب ولا في فترة النقاشات الجريئة اللي كانت تطرح الجزيرة كانت وسائل الاعلام الغربية تكتب عن هذا الشيء وتنقل أصبحت الجزيرة مصدر للوكالات الأنباء العالمية والصحف العالمية للأخبار After five months of rehearsals, the go-live date was approaching. The countdown began. November 1st, 1996. The first global news channel from the Arab world was launched. Five, four, three, two, one. كانت لحظة تاريخية مهمة في حياتي الظهور كأول قطرية وأول مذيعة على شاشة الجزيرة هذه لحظات أنا أعتز بها وأحرص على ذكرها أول ما خلصت النشرة طبعاً أول ردة فعل كانت سمعية من الجاليري وكان تصفيق وأول ما فتحت الباب كان استقبالاً ليس حافلاً وليس رائعاً بل أكثر من ذلك بكثير 
The launch of Al Jazeera was a huge technical and editorial challenge. However, none of those involved in the 1996 unveiling had any certainty about the reaction of viewers. There were fears that people would struggle to adapt to the new format. Audiences were accustomed to the lead story being about whatever the ruler of their particular country did on that day. But on Al Jazeera, the news priority was quite different. News was presented on its merit. The status quo was set for a shake-up. للصحفيين العاملين في الجزيره في تناول الاخبار واختيارها واذاعتها. الحاجه الثانيه المهنيه والكفاءه، يعني الصحفيين كانوا مدربين تدريب جيد جدا، اداره جيده وفاهمه هي عاوزه تعمل ايه، فكل العوامل دي مع بعضها خلت الجزيره تنجح. ونعود لنذكر بعناوين انباء هذه الليله في حصاد اليوم. Another key difference in Al Jazeera's format was the presence of both anchors in the studio and journalists on the ground. The news of the day could now be reported from the studio, while local correspondents brought balanced analysis to the story. زود على نجاح الجزيرة قيامها بمبادرات وأشكال إخبارية وبرامجية ما كانتش موجودة في العالم العربي. صياغات الأخبار وترتيبها ده ما كانش موجود في العالم العربي. طبعاً كل تلفزيونات العالم العربي فيها بروتوكول وترتيب محدد لنشرة الأخبار. مشاهدينا الكرام اهلا بكم قناه الجزيره في قطر تقدم نشره موجزه للانباء One format new to the Arab world was discussion shows featuring guests with wide ranging views سأقدم لكم برنامج اكثر من راي Many topics previously considered controversial or taboo were open for discussion and debate Audiences welcomed the exchange of ideas and they tuned in in their millions. The very first episode of the talk show, called The Opposite Direction, focused on the Gulf Cooperation Council. From its base in Doha, Qatar, the new channel focused on events unfolding near and far. In Algeria, the country was emerging from a decade of civil war. In Egypt and Sudan, there was a new wind of political change. Tourists visiting Egyptian heritage sites in Luxor came under attack. Bomb explosions struck the U.S. embassies in Kenya and Tanzania. Al-Qaeda claimed responsibility. America responded by attacking a pharmaceutical plant in Sudan, saying it had links with Al-Qaeda. The Sudanese government vigorously denied the claim. Also reported at the time was the aftermath of the Oslo Accords, 
agreements between Israel and the Palestine Liberation Organization. Al Jazeera's reporting of the Arab-Israeli conflict broke new ground, airing not just Palestinian opinion, but also Israeli views. Modern technology enabled Al Jazeera camera crews to be present at key events throughout the Middle East. From southern Lebanon to Iraq, where Western-imposed sanctions were linked to increased malnutrition among children. Al Jazeera gained prominence during the so-called Operation Desert Fox, the joint US and UK bombing campaign against Iraq. Al Jazeera was the only news network to have reporters on the ground. This exclusive coverage from the epicenter of an intensive five-day aerial bombing campaign introduced Al Jazeera to a wider audience. I remember comments when I worked for some of the other leading global networks. There were times when, you know, my line managers would say, hey, hey, switch on Al Jazeera Arabic, see what they're saying. It looks like they've got into a place where we haven't been able to get into. I remember a comment that my line manager made during the conflict in Iraq when he said, you know, I'll, I'll put it in slightly more polite terms, that he was like, you know, Al Jazeera, they just whipped our behinds. They just whipped our behinds on this story. Al Jazeera's presence on the ground at the very heart of major stories gave it many scoops over rival networks. Al Jazeera scored many successes in those early days, but its growth was anything but plain sailing. Some governments in the Middle East and North Africa viewed the new channel with alarm. Al Jazeera provided a platform for the opinions of the man and woman on the street. Their voices were unfiltered prompting a harsh response from some governments in the region. Another Al Jazeera bureau to fall foul of local authorities was in Jordan. Al Jazeera's office in Amman was closed after a contributor to a 1998 program voiced criticism of King Hussein of Jordan. But a year later, the channel was back in the capital, this time to report on the king's funeral. Later that same year, Al Jazeera's office in Algeria was also closed down. Abdelaziz Bouteflika won a landslide victory in the country's presidential vote 
And in a post-election interview, he objected to Al Jazeera's line of questioning. As one door closed, another opened. In May 1999, Al Jazeera set up an office in Kabul, where the Taliban was now in control. Other networks steered well clear of Afghanistan. In the occupied Palestinian territories, Al Jazeera journalists were on the front line. From 2000 to 2005, Al Jazeera closely covered the Second Intifada, or Palestinian uprising. Israel accused the channel of fanning the flames of public outrage. Al Jazeera responded that its role was like that of any media organization, to report, not support one side or another. Both sides to the Arab-Israeli conflict criticized Al Jazeera's reporting. Its office in Ramallah in the occupied West Bank was shut down by the Palestinian Authority for five days following a report about alleged corruption. The new millennium marked several major events, both in the Middle East and in the world at large. In May 2000, Al Jazeera was the first to report of the collapse of the SLA, the militia known as the South Lebanon Army. This followed the withdrawal of Israeli forces from Lebanon. Al Jazeera was the first media to enter the SLA-controlled detention center in Al Khiam. Palestinians were outraged by the visit of Israeli politician Ariel Sharon to the Al-Aqsa Mosque compound in occupied East Jerusalem. نعود ونذكر بالخبر العاجل 
الذي وردنا قبل قليل حيث صدمت طائرة مجهولة بمبنى مركز التجارة العالمي في نيويورك. But one date from that period will be forever embedded on a generation who witnessed the attacks of September the 11th, 2001. The attacks resonated long after the terrible events of that September morning. Global geopolitics pivoted from that day. The West looked to the East, both for answers and as a military target for its response. 3,000 civilians died on the ground and in the four hijacked aircraft. The world held its breath, awaiting America's response. This event will be put on the Al Jazeera's reporting of the events after 9-11 are a key part of the channel's history. The attacks had been orchestrated by the Al-Qaeda leader Osama bin Laden, who became the world's leading fugitive. Within weeks of the attacks, Al-Qaeda left a taped video message at the doorstep of Al Jazeera's Kabul office. The 19 hijackers responsible for the 9-11 attacks in the United States all came from the Middle East. As a result, the political, military and media spotlight fell on this region. The US President George W. Bush placed the blame for the attacks on Al-Qaeda. At first, they denied responsibility. For the last nine days, the entire Some journalists from other media networks based themselves in the Al Jazeera newsroom keen to gain an edge on any breaking news. أنا دوري في CNN كان إني أتواصل مع تلفزيونات في العالم خصوصا في المنطقة الشرق الأوسط ولما أنا انتقلت على الدوحة وقعدت هودي الشهرين ونص في في الجزيرة فجأة لما الجزيرة بثت مقابلة مع بن لادن ولما بثت الفيديو الجديد اللي بن لادن أرسله مع بداية الحرب على أفغانستان والفاكس بن لادن اللي إجا على مكتب محمد جاسم العلي هيدا اللي دفع المسؤولين لكل أي شركة أخبار ممكن تتخيلها من أمريكا لليابان لأوروبا البلاد العربية الكل هجم على الجزيرة لا يأخذ أخبار بس بوقتها لقيت حالة الجزيرة هي الخبر ما عادت بس عم تبس أخبار صارت هي نفسها الخبر. The story was in Afghanistan, where Bin Laden was believed to be in hiding. Al Jazeera was the only foreign TV broadcaster in Kabul at the start of military operations on 7th October 2001. As with Operation Desert Fox three years earlier, Al Jazeera's presence on the ground gave it a head start over its competitors. بعد المغرب بقليل بدأ القصف كانت الضربة الأولى تستهدف مطار كابل فبدأت الضربة ضربوا قواعد صواريخ موجودة في المطار وضربوا طائرات كانت في على أرض المطار أول رد فعل إلي طبعا أنا كان يعني تناولت الهاتف الفضائي وكلمت غرفة الأخبار في الجزيرة قلت لهم بدأت الحرب no one predicted in 2001 that the U.S. operation in Afghanistan would last a further 20 years. 
nor that one of the early bombing targets would be the Al Jazeera Bureau in the capital. Reporting was entering a dangerous new phase. Four weeks after the 9-11 attacks, US warplanes bombed Al Jazeera's Kabul office. The bureau was empty at the time. The network had previously given the location of its Kabul office to the authorities in Washington. For one Al Jazeera cameraman, a routine deployment to Afghanistan resulted in six years' detention without trial in Guantanamo Bay. Al Jazeera's bureau chief in Kabul, Taisir Aluni, was also detained. He was visiting his family in Spain in September 2003 when he was arrested and sentenced to seven years' detention. Al Jazeera believed that its journalists had become the target of American government anger. The channel had broadcast two video messages by bin Laden that had been sent to its offices in the aftermath of the 9-11 attacks. We know that Al Jazeera has a pattern of playing Taliban propaganda over and over and over again. من الجزيرة كانت حتى اتهامات للجزيرة كما هو معروف بأنها كانت بوق من أبواق أسامة بن لادن في ذلك الوقت. Despite these accusations, Western broadcasters were extremely keen to use Al Jazeera's pictures, given its wide network of reporters established throughout the region. Whether it was in Iraq, where Saddam Hussein was being accused of holding weapons of mass destruction, or in the occupied West Bank, where the PLO leader Yasser Arafat had returned to Ramallah. Al Jazeera was the first international broadcaster to interview Arafat at a time when he was under house arrest. His health was deteriorating and he vowed to continue to his last breath. <laughs> اما اسيرا 
او اما فريضا واما قتيلا لا انا بقول لهم شهيدا 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 Also in the occupied West Bank the battle for Jenin took place in April 2002 Israeli troops entered the Jenin refugee camp For 11 days they clashed with Palestinian fighters كان وجود المقاومه فيها لافت في جنين ونحن تعرفنا على كثير من الشبان ومن بينهم كان ابو جندل ابو جندل انا ما زلت اذكر اخر مكالمه تكلم فيها معنا وجه صوته واستطعنا انه ننقل صوته للعالم عندما كان يوجه نداءات بان الشبان واهالي مخيم جنين يتعرضون للقصف وللحصار ولكن للاسف الشديد بعد ساعات معدوده وصلنا خبر انه استشهد هناك الكثير من التغطيات التي كانت فيها مخاطره عاليه جدا نحن تسللنا الى منطقه جنين واضطررنا الى الدخول من خلال فتحات في الجدران كانت جنين ومخيمها مغلقه بالكامل وتحت حظر التجول wherever confrontations took place in the occupied west bank al jazeera reporters were on the ground They reported from the old city of Nablus, from Hebron, and Bethlehem. Al Jazeera reporters were also based in the Gaza Strip, a continual hotspot. By 2003, Al Jazeera was now well established and a household name. It began to expand, including online. In September of that year, an English language website was launched. It was an immediate success. Another launch was Al Jazeera Mubasha. It began in early 2005 and gave viewers real-time footage of global and regional events. Saddam Hussein and his sons must leave Iraq within 48 hours. وننتقل بكم مشاهدينا إلى بغداد حيث انطلقت سفرات الإنذار الآن ويبدو أن ساعة الصفر قد حلت. On the 20th of March 2003, the US-led invasion of Iraq began. وقفت أمام الكاميرا يعني بعد ثواني قليلة من سقوط الصاروخ الأول وأردت أن أعلن بدأت على الهواء الآن 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 نعم 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 تفيق الآن الآن في نفس المكان الذي نقف فيه As the invasion unfolded, Al Jazeera reporters were deployed throughout the country. Three weeks later, American tanks rolled into Baghdad. On the 8th of April 2003, American jets bombed Al Jazeera's bureau in the Iraqi capital. Tariq Ayyub, an Al Jazeera reporter who was filming on the roof at the time, was killed. He was not the only Al Jazeera casualty. Cameraman Rashid Wali was killed while filming clashes in the southern city of Karbala. Americans want nothing more than to return home. And that is your direction tonight. On the 7th of May, 2003, U.S. President George W. Bush declared the war to be over. Thank you. After an intensive search, American troops located Saddam Hussein in a village close to the city of Tikrit. 
Al Jazeera was the first TV channel on the scene. تحركنا في غضون ساعتين وصلنا إلى منطقة الدور وكانت في هذه الأثناء قد ظهرت الصورة الأولى لصدام حسين وهو عندما كان ملتحي ولحيته طويلة تفاصيل إلقاء القبض عليه والمكان الذي ألقي القبض عليه كانت لم تظهر بعد Saddam Hussein's trial was shown throughout the world. The former Iraqi president was charged with crimes against humanity. اختارت القوات الأمريكية أن تكون قناة الجزيرة القناة العربية الوحيدة التي تحضر إلى المكان وقناة CNN الأمريكية كانت القوات الأمريكية قد أخذت منا كل معداتنا باستثناء كاميرا التصوير فالهاتف الموبايل أيضا أخذ منا أنا استطعت أن أخذ هادفي المكان الذي كانت توضع فيه الأمانات لأنه كان ممنوع أن نستخدم الهاتف وذهبت في منطقة في المنطقة للسراحة وظهرت في الأثناء لأتذكر كان في نشرة المنتصف as the conflict escalated, so did the number of casualties, civilians, Iraqi fighters resisting the invasion, and American soldiers. Al Jazeera's reporters provided a realistic and close-up view of the mounting casualties on all sides. يعني كنت في أحد المستشفيات العراقية فوجدت يعني جنديين مع مترجم وكلهم طبعا مدرجين بالدماء وبدأنا نصور بدأنا نصور هذه هذا الحادث ويعني كان أحد الجنود المارينز يعني يعني في حالة غضب شديدة لأنه لم يكن يريد هذه الصور أن تظهر وبدأ يعني يسب ويشتم فكانت أول صور تبث على قناة الجزيرة لي in Fallujah, west of Baghdad, a major U.S. military operation was launched in April 2004. While the U.S. claimed it was killing what it called terrorists, Al Jazeera showed the reality of widespread civilian casualties. The transitional Iraqi government was highly critical of Al Jazeera's coverage. That same month, disturbing images emerged from Abu Ghraib prison. The US military were in charge, yet were unable to defend the actions of their own personnel. The pictures depicting torture and humiliation created a global shockwave. ودفعنا شهداء ناس أعزاء وناس قدموا للجزيرة وهم يستحقون أن يخلدوا. The Iraqi resistance grew, and some groups began to kidnap foreigners. At this time, the U.S. accused Al Jazeera of encouraging armed groups. One report even suggested that President Bush considered bombing Al Jazeera's headquarters in Doha. 
وأنا منهم تعرضت للاعتقال على يد القوات الأمريكية ثلاث مرات الأولى كانت لبضع ساعات والثانية استمرت لخمسة أيام أما الثالثة فهي الأصعب والأكثر قسوة فقد استمر اعتقالي لحوالي شهرين وكلها قضيتها في زنزان الانفرادية في سجن أبو غريب Arafat and his closest aides were surrounded by Israeli tanks, placed there by Ariel Sharon, who by then had become Israel's prime minister. Arafat left for Jordan and then Paris to seek medical treatment. On the 11th of November 2004, Al Jazeera was the first to report the death of Yasser Arafat. Al Jazeera differed from its competitors by covering underreported regions. From its earliest days, the channel had a presence in Africa and actively sought out news from the continent. From its bureau in the Sudanese capital Khartoum, it reported on the presence of Al Qaeda in East Africa. It was also on the ground for the humanitarian crisis that beset Darfur in 2003. That December, an Al Jazeera correspondent was arrested on charges of quote airing news containing false information aimed at smearing Sudan's image. وذهب إسلام وغطى تلك المنطقة وجاء بتقرير في هذه الصور أدركت أن الآن دارفور يوتوشك أن تلتهب فوضعنا تلك القضية في المجهر عندها طلبنا أن نذهب ونقطي هذه المسألة في الميدان. لم يتحدث عنها أي إنسان في ذلك الوقت غير الجزيرة. Another place where Al Jazeera has been based is Iran, providing an important additional perspective on the Middle East region. منطقة الأهواز، المنطقة التي فيها غالبية عربية في في إيران. ذهبت إلى هناك ومكث ثلاثة أيام أنتجت فيهم ثمانية تقارير. كان كل شيء قانوني. ذهبنا في إذن رسمي، لكن رغم ذلك. حصلت مشكلة كبيرة بسبب هذه التقارير السلطات الإيرانية لم تكن مرتاحة لهذا الأمر ووضعتني وقتها على اللائحة السوداء الجزيرة also had a strong presence in Turkey recognizing its important and historic role in the region the channel reported extensively on Turkey's transition from military to democratic rule التحول الديمقراطي أو التحول في العلاقة بين العسكر وحكومة حزب العدالة والتنمية هو لم يكن شيئا بسيطا وفي فترة زمنية قصيرة بل كان موضوعا شاقا معقدا وامتد على مدى سنوات عديدة نحن كقناة الجزيرة لم يكن الجيش يتعامل معنا يعني هنا قيادة الأركان وتصنفنا كقناة رجعية حتى أن الإيميلات والرسائل التي نرسلها لها لم تكن ترد عليها. Asia has been an important continent for Al Jazeera to cover. The channel had conducted an interview with the Al Qaeda leader Osama bin Laden in the late 1990s. Later, in Afghanistan, as the Taliban regrouped, America's response was to send more troops. By mid-2008, there were almost 50,000 U.S. troops in the country. Meanwhile, in Kashmir, 
a devastating earthquake caused widespread damage and catastrophic loss of life. كنت من اول من وصل منطقه بلاكوت التي كانت تعتبر مركز الزلزال في ذلك الوقت وذكرت في خبر عاجل ان عدد القتلى في بلاكوت تجاوز ال ألاف شخص في حين ان الروايه الرسميه كانت تقول فقط ان عدد القتلى 93 شخص في كل باكستان وتلقيت تهديدات من جهه ما ان هذا الخبر غير صحيح وما هي الا ساعات حتى بدات الارقام ترتفع لتصل الى 73000 قتيل The rise of China prompted Al Jazeera to open a bureau in Beijing in 2002. China was one of the fastest growing countries in the world with an accelerating economy. سعينا على الدوام لجعل مكتب الجزيرة في بيجين جسرا بين الصين والعالم العربي من خلال تقارير كشفت الغطاء عن عديد من الخفايا التاريخية والثقافية لأكبر بلد في آسيا. The Asian tsunami of December 2004 was truly catastrophic. The exact death toll is unknown, but it's believed that some 230,000 people perished when giant waves engulfed coastal communities in Thailand, Sri Lanka, and Indonesia. The remote Indonesian island of Banda Aceh suffered the greatest number of deaths. كانت قناه الجزيره اول قناه اجنبيه تصل او غير اندونيسيه تصل الى الى مكان الحدث في الايام الاولى وشهدنا المشهد المساوي للجثث في كل مكان وغطينا الحدث للمشاهد وكنا سباقين في الوصول الحمد لله الى مناطق نائيه وبعيده جدا قبل غيرنا قدمنا القصص وبقينا هناك لاشهر طويل وعدنا اليها بعد خمس سنوات. While Al Jazeera had developed a reputation for frontline reporting it also provided comprehensive coverage of natural disasters. In Niger, cameras followed the work of the aid agency Doctors Without Borders as they battled to save children devastated by famine. كان لابد أن تكون الجزيرة هناك حتى يكتشف العالم حجم هذه المأساة. ردود الفعل الدولية فعلا فاجأتني. يعني بشكل يومي. طائرات الإغاثة من مختلف دول العالم الأمم المتحدة المنظمات الدولية الكبرى بنت على تقرير الجزيرة لتبين حجم هذه المأساة وأيضا تقول أن هناك أيضا قصص مشابهة خاصة في قارة إفريقيا Some tragedies were man-made In 2007 in Injimina, the capital of Chad Al Jazeera uncovered the case of a French charity accused of attempting to smuggle over 100 children out of the country. Six French aid workers were later convicted on kidnapping charges. تفاصيل القضية التي بحثت في المحاكم وتم التحقيق مع المسؤولين لهذه المنظمات. Al Jazeera covered important conflicts in Africa, including the rise of the armed group Boko Haram in Nigeria, 
and the eastern region of the Democratic Republic of Congo, which has endured violent ethnic rivalries for almost two decades. Al Jazeera maintained an enduring presence in Somalia and in neighboring Ethiopia, covering conflict in the region known as Ogaden, despite it being a difficult area for reporters to access. Reporting from South Africa was also challenging in the years after the country made the transition from apartheid to democracy. Wherever there was conflict or political movement, Al Jazeera's reporting was on the ground, be it in Zimbabwe, Angola, Mozambique or Sierra Leone. The channel's footprint and sphere of influence had spread far beyond the Middle East. Al Jazeera expanded its presence into South America. Journalists reported on the environment, on drug trafficking, poverty and inequality. The new bureau was in Caracas, the capital of Venezuela. كل وسائل الاعلام كانت في الارجنتين او في الاوروغواي او في ميامي او في المكسيك او ربما في البرازيل لم يكن هناك احد في فنزويلا فرصه الجزيره كانت ستكون كبيره مع وجود اوغو تشافيز انا ذاك الزعيم الفنزويلي الرئيس الفنزويلي لانها ستروي قصه لن Al Jazeera's success grew from a skilled and committed workforce. As a younger generation came on board, they benefited from a new training center set up in 2004. Years later, it transformed into a specialized media institute. In its first 25 years, Al Jazeera has been criticized and it has been applauded. 
However, it has never been ignored. It became an established part of the media landscape in the Arab world. The success of Al Jazeera prompted other channels to launch in the Middle East and North Africa, an effort to compete for audiences in countries of rising populations and economic growth. Al Jazeera established a new style of journalism in the Arab world, based on reporting real news in a professional way, delivering comprehensive news and current affairs coverage from around the world. Ten years after its launch, Al Jazeera was now part of the international media landscape. With Al Jazeera's Arabic channel established as a global brand, construction work began on a new building to house a new channel. Welcome to Al Jazeera. It's November the 15th, day one of a new era in television news. Al Jazeera English launched in 2006, marking a new chapter in the Al Jazeera story. Promising to reach new audiences with bold reporting and fresh perspectives, that had become a hallmark of Al Jazeera. 